You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Hey guys, Vesa Gordon here. Happy Tuesday. I hope that you had an amazing rest of your week. Haven't talked to you guys since last Tuesday when we were still live at the Paramount. And you guys have yet to see my interview with Hill Harper. So here's what we're going to do. I am going to do the intro and then we are going to cut right into my interview with Hill Harper. We're going to take a commercial break. I'll play the second half of the interview and then we will talk a little bit about my experience at the Paramount. All right. All of that's coming up. And more right here today on Rewind with Basa. Now, real quick, so you are here in Seattle right now because you're filming The Good Doctor. How have you been feeling on set these days? Because, you know, it's post-pandemic now. I'm pretty sure you guys probably got a little bit used to recording during the pandemic. So how's it been going? You know, it... it it still has its challenges. You know, the, the pandemic is what moved me here, you know, because Canada, we shoot the show in Vancouver, Canada, in BC. And Canada had a 14-day quarantine. And, um, but there are other things I needed to do. I, I couldn't base out of Canada and be subject to that quarantine. So I could drive across the border with a work permit and then drive out when I finished working. So that's why I based out of here. And, um, and so what's, what's happened, though, is that, you know, we test all the time. I still have to be really diligent um, about it because obviously it'd be catastrophic for them to have days and days of me scheduled shooting and I test positive, then they have to scrap those days. That's, that's not a good look, right? And it's not a good situation for anybody. And so um, I still try to be as diligent as I can um, with protecting myself. But, you know, I'm tested. I'm tested basically every day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Always just have something getting somebody sticking something yeah, up every- my nose all all the time. It's always there, and and they do a special swab that I haven't experienced anywhere else. They swab your mouth first, then they stick it in your nose. So they just they're just sticking something moist in your nose, like did yeah, they sw- exactly. They so they put they swab first? your mouth on both sides, and then they put it in your nose on both sides. That's what they do on our show because I I guess the theory you know is you end up with a more accurate test. Now, I'm not, um, I play a doctor on TV, but I'm not a doctor, so don't, don't trust me on that. I, that's, I'm just saying that's how that's they test That's your theory. Them. I don't know if you know it's my theory. That's how they test this on my, my show. Don't do that test at home that way, please, and say Hill Harper messed up my results. <laughs> like, this is just what happens when I'm at work. I don't really know. So let me ask you this. You know, as someone like myself, and a lot of people don't know this, but I really do want to get into acting. So it's always curious to me, and I always want to know, do you feel like your current character on The Good Doctor is a part of you right now? You know, that, that, that's, that's an interesting question. I, I um, you know, this is our sixth season. So, and we recently celebrated our 100th episode. So I've, I've played this character a long time. Um, the only other character that I've played longer was the character I did on CSI New York which was nine seasons, and that was Dr. Sheldon Hawks and another doctor. But, but you know, the characters, what, what happens is that it happens organically that writers start writing to your strengths, and I think they also write to what you show them. And so 
those two things start to meld over time. Although, you know, he's much more rigid than I am. I mean, as a character, you know, he's the president of the hospital. He takes himself very seriously. I would like to believe I don't take myself that seriously. Um, he has, he's, a, he's much more like by the book, by the book, by the book person than I am. But, but, um, but obviously any character is a part, you're just accentuating a part of you. And so, you absolutely should pursue acting if it's something that's in your heart and decide what parts of you you want to um, amplify for characters that you play. Because that's ultimately all acting is, is you're taking a small piece of something that has to do with your personality or your past or your family member or whoever that's inspired it, and then you're amplifying that to be the character, um, but it's not you, yeah. right? So I'm amplifying the more serious side of myself and the more rigid side of myself, he stands very straight. I kind of hunch over in real life, you know. He's very rigid and he walks, you know. That's I'm a little bit more loose in real life and not 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 that, but I still can amplify that part of me that is that way. So where you're not doing that on your regular day to basis, you're just doing it when you go to work. Yeah, and and you get so used to it, it clicks in. That's the thing when you go to work, even if you do like a long running play. So I've done a number of long-running plays in New York. Once you get to the theater, the shows always start at 8 o'clock at night. Once you get to the theater around 7.15, it starts to click in. And by the time you hit the stage, you're clicked in, right? Just because you've done it. So it's like muscle memory doing, you know, it's like an athlete. You know, an athlete can't always explain how and why they did a certain move, but they've done it so much that their, mus their muscle memory just allows them to do those things. And that's the same thing with acting. And that's why experience is important, because you relax into the character. That makes a lot of sense. So real quick before I change the subject, for someone like me that has not done any acting, um, would my first step be getting an agent or going to like a Tyler Perry audition? <laughs> With like you know my headshot. I mean, I, got some headshots. I don't think your first step would be either of those two. I think your first step would one take an acting class, okay. the, the, you know, so you start to understand your instrument because you got to remember, as actors, our instrument is us, and it's just like a musician. If you wanted to be a professional guitarist and you've never taken a guitar lesson, you just picked up a guitar. How's that gonna go? You know, um, and so you need to understand your instrument. You need to understand who you are, what your strengths are, what you enjoy, and then understand what kind of characters you want to play and how you want to play those characters. So, so that would be first to me. And then start creating characters. Start doing things. Start writing. You know, you're, you're an intelligent, beautiful woman. Start writing things because you don't have to wait for someone to write the character for you. That's what Issa Rae did. You know, Issa Rae was out there auditioning. She, no one would hire her, right? So she ended up doing a web series called Awkward Black, Black Girl, Girl. Loved every which literally <laughs> became Entourage, oh, not Entourage, what's it? In insecure. insecure. <laughs> <laughs> literally became Insecure on HBO, and um, but just a high-budget version of Awkward Black Girl. I mean, that's, you know, with more characters, bigger budget, more writers, more content. And so if she didn't create that for a vehicle for herself, she probably never would have had the show, and therefore she's been able to build. I mean, she's a star, right? So, so doing that hustle work on your own and believing in yourself is really important as well. Um, but taking class and understanding your instrument is also really important. 
That makes a lot of sense. I will definitely see if I can find me some acting classes out here because it's something I want to do, but I definitely want to take it seriously. Well, there's a the Seattle Rep is here, which is a very prestigious uh, theater company. I don't I don't know um, enough of what they're doing and, and, and it, what kind of classes they have, but I'm sure they have some type of classes or they at least know coaches that are here. Um, and it's good just to be in class because you get to see what other people are doing, get inspired, you do scene work. It's just it's just a good environment for creativity. And and so it's not just about becoming a better actor, it's becoming um it's being inspired to be a performer. And I think that's good. So let me ask you about uh one of your recent adventures, the Black Wall Street. The Black Wall Street digital app and wallet. Yes, yes. I saw that and it was so interesting to me because I'm always intrigued and like trying to learn more about like Bitcoin and like the whole digital currency and you know, we have the metaverse to where your people are literally buying land. And honestly, I think I could be wrong, but I think I was recently at Whole Foods and you were able to pay with your pay for your food with NFTs now, along with like the Palm of your hand so i would love to know more about your digital um wallet and what made you actually create that you know um about 10 years ago i wrote a book called the wealth cure which is about i truly believe that the biggest uh shame and the biggest problems we have in our country uh is the racial wealth gap and if you go back to 1863 when the emancipation proclamation was signed black people in america held a little less than 1% of American wealth. So coming out of 400 years of slavery, we held one less than 1% of American wealth. Today, in 2022, black people in America hold a little less than 1% of American wealth. So that number has not changed. And so if we really want to have social justice, you can't have social justice without economic justice. And, and we have to solve the economic fragility and poverty issues in our community if we're going to solve any of the things we want to solve. We want to solve mass incarceration. We want to solve uh, recidivism. We want to solve uh, edu education gaps, health care gaps, all of these big social justice temple things we want to solve. The communities that are hit the hardest by far are communities with poverty and economic fragility. So if we solve the money problem and the jobs and opportunity problem, we also start to solve these other problems. I'll give you an example. 80 Five to 90% of the activities that get young brothers locked up are money getting activities, right? They're either selling something to get money or they're taking something to get access to money. So if we solve the money problem, opportunity problem, we actually solve the early uh, youth incarceration problem. You know, you can see how these things start to work together. And so I created the Black Wall Street Digital Wallet using blockchain technology and, and burgeoning technology today to disrupt the system of barriers to entry of collecting cross-generational wealth transfer in the black community. And so I, I would hope that anybody watching, go download the Black Wall Street. It looks, where's my phone? I have to turn my phone on. It, it's black and purple, and you go in to the App Store or Google Play, and you download it, and what you'll start to happen is there's a whole bunch of educational videos, all free that talk about cryptocurrency, the metaverse, Bitcoin, but also give you just real financial literacy stuff, needs versus wants, ways to think about budgeting. Um, and we're gonna load up, we, we load up new videos all the time. And so if you think about it, um, using the technology that's at our disposal in our hands, in our phones, is the pathway to disrupt the systems that have held us back. So there it is, the Black Wall Street, you open it up, 
and it tells you how much money is in your portfolio. Then you have all these educational videos that you go through, and all of this is free. And we're adding new features all the time. It's a challenge, though. It's, it's a challenge. The only way this platform wins is folks' support, folks downloading the app and using it. And, and I made it free specifically because I believe our community rallies around things that help them. We can help ourselves. I always say we can be our own reparations. And, and we can be that because if you think about historically, and the reason why I call it the Black Wall Street is because the communities that were the so-called Black Wall Streets in the late 1800s through the Great Depression and in some cases beyond, not just the Greenwood District in Tulsa, but Bronzeville in Chicago, Paradise Valley, Black Bottom in Detroit, Harlem, USA, uh, parts of Atlanta, Wilmington, North Carolina, Durham, North Carolina, Rosewood in Florida, on and on and on. Many communities throughout Virginia and Kentucky, you had vibrant black communities that had three things that created wealth. Ownership, we owned our businesses, we owned our land, we owned our work product. Trust, we trusted each other to transact with each other. And the movement of money within the ecosystem where a dollar would recirculate 60 to 100 times before it left. That was a year to three years. Today, we have $1.6 trillion of spending power in the black community, but it leaves within six to seven hours. And the reason why I launched a digital wallet is we don't start owning our own digital wallets. It'll be leaving within six to seven seconds. Are you still there? I hope you are. Okay. And I hope that you're also enjoying this interview with Hill Harper. Look, you guys, we are going to go to a quick commercial break. Then we are going to go to part two of my interview with Hill Harper. I know you want to leave me, but I refuse to let you go. If I have a baby, leave your sympathy. I don't mind because you mean that much to me. And you probably and sweet darling. Now, when, whew, that was a lot. Digital wallet, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's Bitcoin. It doesn't no. necessarily mean NFT, but it means you can hold digital assets in the wallet, just like a regular wallet that you yeah. have and you hold cash and credit cards. So your wallet, just think about it, your regular wallet holds more than just dollars. Mm -hmm. It holds credit cards. It holds your ID. It holds um, other things that are valuable to you that you need on your person. A digital wallet does the exact same thing. It can hold Bitcoin. It can hold Ethereum. It can hold any digital asset, an NFT. It can hold your ID and your information, your vaccination status. All of those things a digital wallet's going to hold, and it will hold. You're not going to carry your wallet anymore. Just like a lot of people don't wear watches anymore, yeah. because what do you use this to tell time, right? Um, watches are accessories. They're, they're jewelry now. Exactly. It's jewelry. Wallets, <laughs> wallets and purses are going to be the same thing. Yeah. You're not going to carry assets in them 
you may you may keep a purse as a, as a fashion accessory, but you're not actually going to be using it as a utility vehicle. Mm-hmm. Your utility will be in your digital wallet, yeah. and 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 that's going to be for everything. Your ID, all of those things are going to be digitized, mostly through NFTs. And so Bitcoin is the is the one asset that you can purchase on the Black Wall Street now. I encourage people to dollar cost average. That means set up a regular buying pattern of the asset. $6 a day, $6 a week, $6 a month, whatever you can afford. Let the app, let the Black Wall Street app do the work. Once you set it up, connect your bank account, it auto buys all the time. That way you're, mellow, you're mellowing out the volatility of a real volatile asset. But know this, that over time, we're migrating towards digital assets. That's where we're headed. And, and, and we in our community have always tended to be last with the uptick, but we're always first in giving away our creativity. So what do I mean by that? I mean, we made Clubhouse a $4 billion app because of us. We made Twitter a $50 billion app because of our activity. We made TikTok a $100 billion app because of our music and our activity. Yet, we don't own those platforms. And so we don't economically benefit from the platform. That's why I wanted to launch a digital platform that's black owned, that our activity on it, if we're first and newest in whatever we do, is monetizable back to us in our community. I love that. Now, we have a couple minutes left, and I do want to ask you a couple things. Number one, what would Hill Harper tell his seven-year-old self? Oh man, I I I I have a six year old son who's gonna be seven in December, and I, I I've tried to tell him all this. I I do affirmations, and I don't know if they're seeping into him because you know he, man, he's a challenge. But um, but the affirmation we did this morning on the way to school was, um, grace and mercy follow me. I do not need an entourage. Grace and mercy follow me. I do not need an entourage. We always say it three times. The one we did yesterday was, um, I am handsome. I'm smart. I'm kind. I'm free. I don't need to be like them. I just need to be like me. I'm handsome. I'm smart. I'm kind. I'm free. I don't need to be like them. I just need to be like me. So reminding, I would remind myself, my seven-year-old self and my seven-year-old son, how magnificent he is, how brilliant he is, how the fact that this world may try to tell him what he's not, but he should know how spectacular he is. And I'll tell you this, I'm just seeing how strong the world is against us through his eyes. Because he'll come home telling me, he'll say stuff like, dang, I'm stupid. And he certainly doesn't get that at home. So where is he getting that? He's getting that at school in the world. And so we forget how bombarded we get with negative about us. And so it's on us even a hundredfold to rework that circuitry. So every kid that I see that's, that's young and brown, or even if they're not, just because they're kids, I'm like, you're beautiful, you're magnificent, you're amazing. You're incredible because we have to rework that circuitry because there's so many forces that are trying to tell them the opposite if we don't. And so my seven-year-old self, you know, I would, I would want to tell me how great I am and to take more risks. 
I love that. And you know what? I think we're going to end that right there because I think we all need to take more risk, not only just on other people, but ourselves and not like, you know, if there's an opportunity, take that opportunity. Like I've talked myself out of so many things just because of just thinking the wrong thing or thinking I can't do it. And then, you know, a little bit later on, I'll do it. And I'm like, damn, that wasn't so bad. I could have done this a long time ago. So I love that. Um, you are on The Good Doctor Mondays on ABC, is that Mondays, correct? ABC, 10 o'clock. Yeah, right. if you don't, if you d- just DVR it and watch it within seven days, because that's actually helpful. I've, in fact, I even tell my friends, I said, if you, if you don't watch it, DVR it and just press play when you leave the house. Because cause it, you, you don't need to watch it, but that, that, that play records... Uh, and they call it the plus seven rating, which is seven days after it airs. And they keep track of that. And, and, and that, that makes a difference to the success of a show of how many p- plus seven viewers, um, were, were of a show, how many people recorded it and then watched it within seven days. That is good to know. It reminds me of in radio how we actually um, calculate our scores. But I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning, Hill this Harbor. Is great. Thank I you. definitely got to get you down to one of my mixers. I know you have a podcast, so I definitely want to have you come out whenever we do podcasting on the, or shall I say that's the topic for the mixer on the podcast. Otherwise, you guys, look, we have so much more coming up next for Rewind with Besa. Um, like we just said, make sure you tap in with Hill Harper Mondays at 10 p.m. on ABC or just set it on your DVR. How was that oh my goodness hill harper was such a dope interview he was also a very easy interview i love people where i can just ask them a question and then they just start talking you know what i mean like sometimes you feel like you're pulling teeth when you're doing some of these interviews but hill harper made it real easy for your girl all right look we're gonna go to a quick commercial break and when we come back we're gonna talk about my favorite part of broadcasting at the paramount hey guys basa gordon here and before heading to belize trey holiday and i had to make sure we linked up with our good friends over at Market Street Shoes to, of course, grab a few things for the trip. From bags to socks, shoes, sunglasses, earrings, and more, before going on any trip, make sure you stop at Market Street Shoes. Trust me, you'll find just what you need to make your trip not only enjoyable, but fashionable. Welcome back. Of course, I'm your host, Vesa Gordon. You're watching Rewind with Vesa. And you guys, I think that what I love the most about broadcasting live at the Paramount is that I've told myself so many times I can't go live. I can't do live streams. It's too hard. If I were to have multiple guests, I would get flustered. And although I did get a little flustered at times, I was actually able to still do it. I feel like doing the Paramount, it it, it allowed me to see myself in a way that I've never seen myself before. Like rewatching some of those interviews, it was a complete out of body experience. You know, I always tell you guys, you can you can compliment someone so much. You can tell them how good they are and obviously keep doing it until they realize it. But that's the thing. Until they realize it, it doesn't really it doesn't really hit the same. You know what I'm saying? So, for someone to tell me that I'm talented, it's like that's great, especially if you look up to them, but if I don't feel that I'm talented, you know what I mean? So um, I don't know why it's taking this long. And I've and I've had other moments where I've had like little out of body experiences when I um just kind of see myself and I'm like, wow, I did a really, really good job. But in this moment, I literally just sat there and I cried and I was like, damn, I've really just been downplaying myself and downplaying my own skill set 
to myself, which is absolutely counterproductive. So with that being said, we have a lot of amazing things happening. One of those things happens to be this month's Real Seattle Media Mixer. It's going to be on a Wednesday this month, November 16th to be exact. So of course, me and my girl, DJ Lady Coco, are coming back together to create those vibes. This month, the uh, panel is actually going to be on social media. So I really want to focus on social media and mainly TikToks and Reels and how to create TikToks and Reels that actually win and how to make sure you are creating TikToks and Reels that actually resonate with your audience while also giving you a new audience to make sure that you see yourself with. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing worse than making a whole bunch of content and you don't feel like your followers are growing. At that particular point, it's like, what's, what is the point? What are we really doing here, right? We want to make Reels and we want to make TikToks that bring in more followers, bring in business, bring in your tribe, as some call it. So we will be talking about all of that and more this month at The Real Seattle Media Mixer. Stay tuned for the location. Just know that it will be definitely in Seattle, Washington. All right. So until next time, look, I hope that you guys have an amazing rest of your day. And of course, you already know what I'm going to say. Keep that energy high. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.